Triple M Breakfast thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Hurry into Chemist Warehouse for the Christmas fragrance sale. Shop our huge range of big brand fragrances at the lowest prices. Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Top of Caxton Street, home of Suncorp Stadium, Lefties, Gambaros and the Caxton Hotel. On 104.5 Triple M and the Listener app, this is Triple M Breakfast with Mardo, Margo and Dan. Triple M Breakfast. Welcome to the podcast. Yep, every kid says it for the last 50 years. Cap will be on the potty today. We did it at the very end of the show. We talked about Cap. This is Warwick Cap of the Lean Excite Machine. Blonde hair, blue eyes, ready for takeoff. So all the buttons are still there. What an oh, idiot. Please get out the airspace. There's a 747 coming. What's he doing now, OnlyFans stuff? What is he doing? No, he bought a brothel. Oh. He bought a brothel. We did it on the yeah, show. Something. That's why I've got all this audio here. Need some white teeth like me and choppers. Keep four or five. Got best player. We, we talked about him buying a brothel. Yeah, but is he just the madam? <laughs> Oh, no, he might even be involved. What happened to the old girlfriend? Um, what was her name? The sex tape one. Or? I can't remember. So, uh, I don't know much about Warwick. I just know that he, I think he was going to run for mayor of Desert or something. He played for the Swans and the Bears. His sex tape is actually him operating the camera with a remote control. Oh. He's got the, the, the oh. viewfinder thing turned around, Marto, so you can see yourself, and you can zoom in and out with the remote. So He'd be zooming in on himself a lot. He, he's very fond of himself. Is he? Yep. Every kid says it for the last 50 years. Was he a good AFL player, though? Yeah, like, was he proper good? He's, he was good at one job. Oh. Jumping real high. Jumping in the air and Hence kicking, the thing kicking. that you play all the time. Please get out the airspace. There's a 747 coming. Right. Him saying he's at 40,000 feet cruising around. You know how Dan wears his little sister's T-shirt sometimes? Mm-hmm. Well, Cappy used to wear his little sister's shorts, shorts. a lot. Mm. Did he wear a pair of hot pants once for something? Mm, that was yeah. Kylie Minogue. Kylie Minogue. Yeah. No, no, Warwick did too. <laughs> Warwick used to, wear, the same. used to wear a lot <laughs> of leopard leopard pants. Yeah. G-strings? No, 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 long pants, like tight leopard oh. print pants. He was like a, you know, those 65, 70-year-old Gold Coast women who wear a lot of prints? Yeah. Oh. That's Kappa. Nailed it. Same hair. I do love that print as well, though. Do you think yeah. I'd look good to match the tight tees if I just came into work one day with one? Kappa! You can't jump high enough to justify it. <laughs> <laughs> Morning, guys, says Rod from Daisy Hill. Oh, Roddy. Regular on the show. Oh, no. It takes a turn. What? Rod continues. I have taken offence to Mato's comments about concreters. Ah! Oh, Rod sometimes plays oh, last person standing no. at 535. What have you said? Oh, you were heavily accusive. He no. said that oh. they all do drugs and drink too much. Rod says, I don't do drugs. I don't drink much before work, and I have all of my teeth. Very rare, I know, but an apology would be appreciated. <laughs> Thanks. Have a good day. What Rod's, about the Rod's fact that he said, piss. I don't drink much it's before work? He's having fun. He drinks a little after work, <laughs> and while they're waiting for concrete to go hard. Oh, we hey, love you, Rod. Nice to hear from you, Rod. Merry mate. Christmas, mate. Oh, we were talking to your the girlfriend. What's her name? With the mini- Alison. Westside, Westside Mini Mix. She sent us all in shirts and she started advertising on Triple M. She's come to Margaritas with Margot before. All she's, the best yeah, life. she's lovely. So I must have just had a throwaway line about concreters. Concreters are unreal. Yeah. We'll play. Okay, Triple M does not endorse or support oh, any of the policies of oh. Greg Mato Martin and will no way be held accountable for his actions. Yeah, he's he's a goose. All right, while yeah, I was doing my six. apprenticeship, yeah. my, my boss went overseas for four months, handy, um, and he gave me to the concre- our concreter. I had to do my apprenticeship. 
I watched him. He got a new puppy one day and it walked across the slab after. <laughs> oh, be careful. Don't incriminate anyone. Well, he, no, did. he didn't well, do anything to it, the puppy, did he? No. Fair income. This is now, real this life. Should be sacked. This is real life. Okay. So if you're going to have a dog on a side of being concrete, you can't have it walking across the slab. No. But it was his dog. It survived. For how long? Oh no, no. Well, for the three months I worked there, but he put it. He put it underneath. This is how you teach dogs. No, no, no. no. He rubbed his face. I don't, in it. I'm not letting you go. So he rubbed his face in the wet concrete. There was more. Can than we that. talk he, about the fact that you brought up erection the... chat with Adrian Schrinner, our Brisbane Lord Mayor? It'll be in the podcast, I'm sure. But this won't be. And that's how you teach a dog not to walk on wet what? concrete. That dog never fucking walked on a concrete slab uh, again. Because it probably but died. never walked. It yeah. didn't die. <laughs> Was it, it on a skateboard? It was fine. But no, he buried its head and it, uh, that obviously in the told... Con- it, workplace in the workplace Well, it had already ruined it with it by walking across with its footprint, so we had to go over it again and just the corner there and the footing. That's how dogs learn lessons. That's all I'm saying. Fair dinkum. Now, this guy should be don't, sacked. Don't be politically correct. I don't correct, actually know, you know what to say. I feel like if I don't say anything, I'm mm. complicit, and then no, if I do no. say something... No, well, I'm telling you a story about what happened back in the 80s. Right, yeah, just turn we, his microphone off. What's happening? I mean, yeah. seriously. I didn't do it. My concrete. <laughs> they really re-signed him before they've re-signed yeah, us. Two, two years, I reckon. That's what I hear. I'm doing a show on my own from now on. Triple M Breakfast. When has your kid supported the opposition? He stepped out of the family and said, I don't know, I don't believe in what we believe in anymore, I'm out. I've got one. I've got a daughter, a 13-year-old. What, what's the, the story? The Broncos have been a part of our blood and veins for yeah. 18 years yes. and Memphis just all of a sudden decides she wants to go for the Panthers and start wearing jerseys around the house and Panthers football shorts <sighs> and talking about bloke. Nathan Cleary. With a massive jaw that looks like kids. Buzz Lightyear. My son Harry supported the... Uh, just wanted to be different from everyone. No reason. Just started supporting Manly. Oh, it's incredible. Have when you seen the kid? Have you seen the Hamas leader? Yeah, his kid. His son has said, "Not for me." <laughs> We've let an Obama supporter Margot oh, infiltrate no. our family. Jordan, my middle brother, oh, brother, got captured by his best mate Mitch yeah. when he was younger. Yeah. This is like the year two thousand ninety nine when Essendon were great. So Jordan is, we are all one-eyed lion supporters. Mum, yeah. dad, me, my other brother. Jordan's oh, no. a bloody bomber supporter. My dad Annoying. would uh, call me a trader because I grew up a Holden girl and all of a sudden I've started following Fords and driving Fords since I met Corey and so he thinks that Corey's influence has trader. taken over. Did, Out of the wheel, mate. Nothing yeah. for you. No. That would sometimes get nasty. Yeah. It would have done Holden at Bathurst in the old days. Yeah, Adelaide on the and weekend it's, even. It's translated true. over into Ford and Camaro. Uh, the blow-ups are Christmas time, people yeah, just start punching time, yeah. off. Incredible. Adam yeah. from Camp Hill, have you got this situation in your family? I have. My son has, has turned and gone for the bloody Bulldogs. And by the way, Marto, hmm. only real men don't drink coffee. Only real men oh, don't he was, drink coffee. Are you a non-coffee drinker? Uh, not another oh, hot I'm chocolate a, consumer. I am a hot chocolate consumer. Oh, Adam, I knew there was something wrong with How you, mate. How did he get through? <laughs> He's a hard man, Adam. So why does he support the Bulldogs, your boy? Uh, JT started there. Hang on. And he loves JT. He's he, that probably was, wasn't even the best uh, of JT, really, was it, at the Bulldogs? He won a premiership with them. Well, what year yeah, was... He play much. No. What year was... Oh, four. He won the premiership uh, with them, right, Adam? Right, eh? Oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't care. It's who puts JT together with the Bulldogs and not the Cowboys? It's bonkers. Oh, he's Cowboys first, but Bulldogs is very close second because of it. Wow. And, and, and who and, are you, J- Who are you, Adam? Because I know you're a massive Broncos. Brisbane Lions nothing. Right, I see you at the games. Yes, yeah. yes. Definitely. Broncos. But uh, Broncos and Cowboys, I'll be Cowboys first, Broncos second. 
What about Stephen Hillcrest? He says we're a staunch Rabbitohs family and mm. our eight-year-old has threatened to start following the Roosters if he doesn't get an Xbox for Christmas. Oh, that's good play by <laughs> son of Steve. It's disappointing, son isn't it, Steve. when you get an infiltrator oh. in the family, Adam? You're tempted to not invite them to family events anymore, aren't you? Well, I don't have a choice with that one, unfortunately. How old is he, this son? <laughs> He's 16. He no, knows get better. him out. Get him out. Oh, let him go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brad and Corona Downs, this is a disgrace, Brad. 15-year-old daughter has ditched Triple M and now listens to another station. <gasps> Might have to disown. I'll let her leave home. Disgusting behaviour. Lisa in Bean Lee. Good morning. Morning. How are you? Yeah, good, babe. Is there someone in your family that's gone against the grain? Yes. Well, my husband's a massive Bulldogs fan. What's with and the Bulldogs what this morning? <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> and he always, we always dressed all three kids in all the Bulldogs baby outfit. Oh, oh, yeah, one of those guys. How are you still married yeah, to this loser? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mardo, and Dan on Triple M Breakfast. They're Brisbane as. Tis the season to be jolly. We've mm. got one of the jolliest blokes going around on the show now. Stand-up comedian. has got a new special on YouTube. Friend of the show, Dave Thornton. If I'm about to get rat ass, you know what genre of suit I'd prefer to wear? Track. <laughs> Like, say what you want about junkies, but I know how to dress appropriately, you know what I mean? <laughs> you've seen him on commercial TV all over the shop, on the project, etc. But, Dave, you've branched off. You're running your own race now. Special up on YouTube, mate. Yes, that's right, Dan. I figured the most amount of money someone should pay to see my special is nothing. No. So, <laughs> well done. <laughs> get involved. Value. God, it's all up there and it's free. So, yeah, crack on in. Dave, before we get into that, I think we need to address the elephant in the room, which is uh, one of us in this room is not like the others. We right. have a hot chockey drinker amongst us. And I know that you're a little bit dubious on non-coffee drinkers. Uh, have you met Mardo before? Wait a minute. <laughs> this is quite funny. If you said to me, out of you three, which yeah. one of you drinks hot chocolate... I was not going to say Marto. Well, you would have thought Dan because he's a child, right? (laughs) However, Marto is a real man who drinks hot chocolate. Amanda, what's going on, mate? Let's open up this. What, because everyone happened? hangs around the coffee machine. They bought and they, and they did a good job here at Triple M. They bought a really expensive coffee machine because that's to stop people from leaving the office. We good have a idea. Beautiful cafe. You don't get to meet anyone unless you hang around the coffee machine. And I thought, oh, well, I, I just can't hang around here. And then I started having hot chocolate. Doesn't and drink coffee, nice. but drinks no, espresso coffee. martinis. Dave, how do you feel oh, about yeah. that? <laughs> right, so you put alcohol and caffeine together. And it get seems to come <laughs> good for me. I, I, I just don't understand, especially in the mornings when people order these things. I'm like, well, is this a perk up? I mean, Marto, not to put too fine a point on it, but, you know, if you want some chocolate, just go to the supermarket, get some Cocoa Pops. Like, yeah. that's not an adult's drink. <laughs> that, no, I mean? that's what I have on. I will be buying that. When we go on holidays, Dave, and, you know, we get a fair good holiday here in radio. Don't tell me you're tra- trading your granola Giant. for cho- Cocoa Pops. Yeah. I, I'll eat healthily oh. all year. I'll be having Cocoa Pops from day one of holidays until the last day. Just the mental picture of you in a high chair with a bib on, Marto. That's really <laughs> enjoying yeah. it. When he hits you... his 80s, he'll get to Fruit Loops, Dave. Right. So I'm assuming, Dan, Margo, you guys drink coffee, yes. yeah? Yes. Yeah. Aye, aye, Captain. I love coffee so much, Marto. You have to understand, I love my kids, but I would give them away before I give away <laughs> for for a cup of coffee. Mm, that yeah. first one? I will, yep. I will absolutely take my long black over those two short wines. <laughs> I would. <laughs> what are you up to over Christmas? Yeah. Are you, have you got holidays or are you busy working? I mean, obviously now you've got this free special on YouTube, of course. What's going on? Yeah, it's still got a couple of gigs and all that for the end of the year, guys. Um, it's always around this time of year that you get <laughs> the Christmas parties. They book you in. That's an interesting one. I do remember, actually, it was about this time last year, 
I got booked to do a gig uh, for a Toyota car dealership in Adelaide because oh. my career is going all right. And uh, <laughs> no, no, just, it's one of these gigs where, because always when you're a comedian, you turn up to these things. It's always the guy who thinks he's the funniest bloke in the room. He's oh. the one that has a chat to you. Yeah. And I turned up to this thing. No one had turned up yet, but the host was there, and he was the owner of the Toyota car dealership. Oh, He's like, mate, I'll give you the lay of the land. Everyone's here from Toyota, mate. I'll get up. I'll tell a couple of gags. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, Jesus. I was like, right, yeah. yeah. After my set, I'm going to sell some cars. So we're all good. <laughs> I swear to God, guys, this was the intro that he had, and I'm always happy for a gig. Don't get me wrong. And this guy, I swear to God, threw some gags out. They were pretty well received. And then he goes, okay, guys, settle down. We're going to stand up comedian. He costs a lot of money, so it better be good. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> oh no. that's great. And I couldn't help myself, guys, because you always got to be in your best behaviour in that, but I couldn't help myself. I got to the mic and I said, wow, what a coincidence. That was the first thing I said when I bought my last Toyota. <laughs> oh, bang, bang, bang. bang. Hey, Thorno, that, that's good. I love asking comedians this. Worst ever bomb. What's your story? I reckon the worst one I had was a football club. It was funny. There was three of us, each, and then they'd put the comedian on, and then they'd play two hours of cover songs, put another comedian on, oh. two hours of cover songs. Ooh. I was going on about midnight. Oh. I get up. I just die in my hole for about five minutes and then just go, don't worry about it, guys. We'll just let it go. Walked off stage. The captain of the football team comes around with this bloke who just, I don't know if he was genetically enhanced or what. This guy was about six foot eight, 300 kilograms. And the guy goes, why didn't you do your whole set? And I said, I don't know, mate. I just, you didn't like it. You didn't want it. And then he said, you get out of here. If you don't say a word, then we won't kick your head in. Oh. If you open your mouth one more time, we're going to belt you. And, I was like, oh. and then they marched us out to the car, the three of us. And I swear to God, 50 kilometres away, Jeez, we gave it to him. Yeah. <laughs> Good on you, Thorno. So we can check out your new special on YouTube now, sir. Yeah, check it all out, guys. Enjoy. Thanks so much for having me on again. For the low, low price of? Free. Free. Like and subscribe. <laughs> Good on you, Thorno. Thanks, mate. Hey, good on you, legends. Always fun. Mato, Mago and Dan on Triple I'd like to talk about the uh, Pacific Adventure. It's mm. the name of one of those big ships that sometimes comes into the Brisbane River and uh, docks up near the port of Brisbane. Are we talking cruise ships? Yes. Just sitting home watching TV. Uh, no, we're cruiser. talking. We're talking cruise ships because we are here at Triple, Triple M. M. The Cruising Network. Yeah, we love our cruising. Have you ever here. been on a cruise, Mardo? No, and uh, I'll be kicking and screaming. Uh, I'm, look, I'm looking at going on another one. I've done one. With yeah, mum and dad. I've done one with yeah. girlfriends, but I'd okay. like to do one, I think, with Corey and my children. I like to be in control and have sand between my toes. Yeah, true. Uh, just tell me if you're still going to go after I tell you this story. <laughs> and the cruise you go on is the barge to Morton. Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's enough. They should have been taking the sights in Wellington and other gems in New Zealand, but thousands of cruise ship passengers have found themselves in Hobart and are less than impressed. Oh. It's not another wave they, of COVID or gastro no, or something. no, oh. no, no. And it's not even they got on the wrong boat. Listen to this. P&O's cruise ship Pacific Adventure. That's the one with the big pool at the front. Oh. And sometimes pools. No place on earth has got written across the back. Sure. Uh, it was scheduled for a 13-day Kiwi adventure mm-hmm. out of Sydney. What a wonderful trip. We're going over there. Sorry. Wellington, the Fjordlands down that west oh, coast of the beautiful. South Island. Yep. 
Uh, it was diverted to Tasmania Jesus. after Ew. bad weather oh. prevented the hull from being cleaned. New Zealand authorities, they were about to pull up in New Zealand. They said, no, 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 you got a dirty hull. <laughs> like, you know what the hull is? Yeah, it's the outside what? of the ship that Shit. touches the water. Barnacles? What are we talking about? No, they're saying a biosecurity risk. Yeah, so you already bring in barnacles. Apparently, before you pull in, they've been in the ocean. Have you yeah. heard about the ocean? It's really big and it's all around Salty, the whole world. And cleansing. It's, it's everywhere. New Zealand doesn't own their own little ocean. No, like, and it's full of human shit. Yes, is what the exactly. ocean's full of and urine. <laughs> and before we pump it out there, they're it's not saying, clean. So Kiwi said, no, Can't come in. turn back. <gasps> so P- the P&O have had to go, hmm, now mm. what do we do? Are there any other islands? Let's head to, let's head to Tasmania. <laughs> How does a cruise ship go through the Bass Strait? I can't imagine that's a lot of fun. I don't know. Choppy? I was going to say, wouldn't you go well, like the Tas- north? The Tasman Sea's pretty rough. Cook but, Islands or Vanuatu, Numea, Lifu, all those other places they, they normally go. One passenger said she was so disappointed she was booking a flight back home to Melbourne, not they continuing then, on the trip. Oh, they've got to fly home. They're leaving Hobart tonight. I think they're going to Port Arthur down to Eden. It's still going. We're oh, in the middle. And she just got off and went, bugger this, I'm out. Oh, yeah. I'm out. So, but listen to this. This is the disappointing thing. Oh. And these people shattered. One couple said they had to cancel their dream wedding that they had planned at oh. Hobbiton, a tourist attraction location used for the Lord, Lord of the Rings, Rings and the Hobbit film trip. It's in the mountains with the little circular <laughs> doors. Seen I've seen pictures of it. All right. It's where they filmed Nothing the village. Nothing says cruising like cruising people yeah. who are getting married at Hopping Hobbiton. <laughs> a lot of cruising Hobbiton. people look so, like Hobbits so, too. It's well, actually, they could shoot another movie Where there. are you going? Hobbiton. Where are you going? Hobart Town. <laughs> <laughs> Home, watching TV. That's what you'd rather do. Kind of the same. Uh, Hobbiton, Hobbiton. My favourite <laughs> bit of that is the continued insult mm. to Tasmania. They get up oh. and they say, you are a disgusting mess. Do you know where you belong? <laughs> Tasmania. Your Tasmania ship is beautiful. How disappointed are you? You thought you got to see New Zealand and all you got was Tasmania. Oh, Tasmania is still beautiful, just, isn't it? I reckon. I've never heard a bad word about Tassie. I loved Tassie. Mm. Have you ever been, Dan? I have. Oh. But are you hearing good words about people on the mainland who left Tasmania? That's a little clue, isn't it? Yeah, it's beautiful. Why don't you go back there? Yeah, why aren't you still living there? (laughs) (laughs) Triple M Breakfast. Did you see that about five o'clock yesterday afternoon? What cover came up the river? The masthead sailing down the Brisbane River a short time ago, 180 tonnes and 25 <laughs> metres high. And with construction supports added, it takes that height to 28 metres, meaning this had to be done at low tide. Incredible. Sailing under a bridge, underneath a bridge. A bridge under a bridge. What and was it? The spear or something? The, the green the looking pop, thing? The major masthead, masthead for the new. And they're talking about it being. The, should we play some sort of bridge chat opening? But no. Are we talking bridges? We, well, don't you want to talk. Get me the mayor on the phone. Get oh. me the mayor of Brisbane right now. Hello, mayor. Yeah. Good morning. I do have a bridge chat opener, but oh. I'm not sure I should play it in front of the Mayor of Brisbane. Erection chat. Oh, erection chat. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> Sorry, Mayor. Hello, Mayor. Oh, look, I, I'm not sure what to say. I'm not sure what to no. say. Good morning. Rise and shine, maybe. Yeah. Rise and shine. <laughs> morning, all the morning glory. Now, listen, Tell what happened about, yesterday? Yeah. That missed the underside of the Story Bridge by about a metre. Were you, were you present? Oh, no, no. We were in a council meeting at the time. I was getting updates. Uh, you know, everyone had the same question. Will it fit? Uh, don't we? <laughs> when, it, when it comes to erection chat. Adrian, are you doing this on purpose now? <laughs> was that at the lowest tide it could have been at? This was planned well in advance, but it, it took three hours to get all the way up the river. So 
you know, the coordination had to be had to be thought out well in advance. But it was success, success. It got to where it needs to be. It's part of the Kangaroo Point Green Bridge, which is going up between Kangaroo Point, obviously, and the Botanical Gardens where River Stage is. Is that right, Adrian? What's the exact yeah, location? So th- this is the very top section of the bridge. People would have seen the bridge taking shape, so the, the four legs have been put in place, and this is the really top section, the masthead. And uh, that hopefully goes in today. What, that is Exciting wonderful, stuff. something to watch. And listen, i tell you the other bridge that's uh, nearing completion. I've been watching it closely, the Breakfast Creek Bridge. Yeah. Outstanding erection, Mayor. Erection chat. I'm so... Outstanding erection. I'm so sorry. Okay, that's enough. Um, Adrian, what we also <laughs> wanted to know on on behalf of one Lord Mayor of Morton, unofficially, uh, to one Lord Mayor of Brisbane, of course, is the deer that has been spotted on Morton Island. What is going on? Uh, This is a fascinating one. We we knew that deer could swim, but, yeah, we're really trying to work out how this deer got onto Morton Island. There's been some reports of deer on Stratty, Mm. And so maybe maybe it's so around across. Is what it squirrelies? They They're all mad breeders, aren't mad. they, dear? Oh, don't do this Erection again. Chat. Mad breeders. Is it a squirrelies prank, Adrian, or Mad Monday from footy? Has someone taken a deer over there to be silly buggers? Did Marto take it? Over? Did Marto take it? Do we need to get a lie detector uh, look, in I, here? I think, I think we need your help on this one. They're not doing anything wrong, are they? Well, it's a national park. Yeah. Uh, well, a big part of the island, as you know, is a national park. And um, so we're actually talking to the state government about... Well, What's what's their advice here? Yeah, we'll tell um, them to get rid of the cat. There's feral cats over in the middle of the island killing all the marsupials. Take the cats up to Fraser, drop them there for the dingoes. For the dingoes to eat. And the oh, deer. Yeah. And the pigs. Oh, oh dear, Take dear. them to Fraser. Dear, 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 dear. dear. Now, we're really ready to say, what's, what month is deer season? When can we start shooting them? <laughs> Just say well, you're not allowed to shoot anything. Yeah. Not, not at Christmas time too, Adrian. Santa's going to be needing his reindeer when he calls on them. Of course. Adrian, you can we, go we whenever you want. We call in Santa to fix this problem, yeah. I think. Are you, <laughs> going to speak to your, are you going to speak to your assistant and go, that number that you let through, don't ever answer <laughs> let that again. again. We need to do disconnection chat. Lock that. Adrian, anyway. are you sick of us? Well, Just well, hang well, up. Well, we no, haven't said we... Merry Christmas to anybody oh. on air yet. Let's please say Merry to... Christmas? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, guys. Happy erection. We love you, Adrian. Adrian. Good luck with the bridge. I'm so sorry about this. Thanks, guys. Merry Christmas. Are you happy with yourself? Very happy. That poor man. I can't believe it. He has a proper job. I know. And you've. (laughs) Why would I introduce erection to that? I knew what he would do. Alyssa. I, I knew that you'd play it 15 times. That's my fault, Margot. I'm sorry. Both of you should be ashamed of yourselves. I mean, yeah. as if we hadn't embarrassed yeah. ourselves yeah. enough this yeah. year. I apologise. That's what we're ending the year on. Apologise to Erection my family. chat with the Lord Mayor of Brisbane. Apologise to my city, my state and my nation. You should be ashamed of yourself. You're apologize. banished. You're banished to Morton Island for six weeks right. after this week, all right? Okay. <laughs> Get out of here. I'll go and chase the deer. Triple M Breakfast with Mardo, Margot and Dan. Brisbane has... Quickly talk uh, cricket uh, in local cricket. The Heat last night. The Heat girls have weighed their way into the preliminary final. They have to play the Scorchers today. Ashley Nofke coaches the uh, Heat girls. I got an email. I got an email about the BBL. When does that start? Is that another thing as well? That's the men's big bash with T20. So the women, the women who've got to win today, and they're into the final of the women's big bash. That's the update there. And then the blokes will kick off probably after that. Did Um, we finish the T20? 
Uh, no, is it's still, still going. going. Stand by because the One Day International, yeah, we won the World Cup last week. There it is there being paraded around the SCG yesterday. So it's the homecoming, you know, let's have a big parade and et cetera. Pat Cummins and Mitch Stark put it around the SCG. There was a Sheffield Shield match on. Is that the World Cup that we won that we beat yeah. India in? All right. There's 49 people. The journal counted 49 people at the SCG. That was the welcome home. Can you imagine if India won it? There would have been 14 million people in the streets of Delhi celebrating 49 people. Anyway. So I, th- I thought that was a foot rest for Mitch Marsh. Isn't that yeah. his little futon? Well, they snatched it away from him. He's had to get a paw under his legs now. Oh. And um, they've gone around. What a waste of time. All right. Let's continue with cricket. Um, yes, in the T20 last night, we turned the series around. It's now 2-1. We won another one last night. But the big story is, Margot, because they've been over there for two and a half months or so, um, some of the World Cup heroes have come home. Another six of them have come home. Glenn Maxwell, Steve Smith, Adam Zampa, Josh Inglis, Marcus Stoinis and Sean Abbott all came home and said, we've had a gut fall over and here. And there's still one game to go, right, mm. in this T20. They You'll don't notice, care. You know who's still over there? <laughs> oh, Travis Head. They they're supposed care. to be playing? Yeah, they've they got care. one more to go. No it's one cares. A, it's that stupid four games. Why no four games? It'll end up being two all. Yeah. Has Travis Head played yet? Is he still recovered from his hangover? Or is he still drunk? He's still pissed. I think he played last night. Oh, he played. And, and we ended up beating the Indians. But so. still, there's beer leaking out of his moustache still, which is keeping him pissed. But more importantly, the human angle... Um, I don't know if you've all heard, oh, in the, just in the last few hours, those 41 miners who were trapped in the Himalayan road yeah. tunnel, the Indian oh, workers, yes. have been rescued. Oh, they have. Only in the last few, 17 days they were down there, oh. and I know we speculated at one stage that um, they wouldn't come out because they'd India lost the lost. World Cup. Mm. Uh, well, now it appears they said, what, we're 2-0 up in the T20. <laughs> <laughs> we're coming. Get us out of here. In, in reality, they said it was a bit of a... It's like a miracle's just mm. happened here. I've done disasters my whole life and uh, I've never seen anything like this. Aussie bloke ran the operation to dig him Mm. out. They're apparently digging by hand. Oh and, my Lord. and finally got him out. Aussie Isn't his last running. name Diggs? His, Diggs, his oh. name is. Do you want to make funny, fun of that? Like, well, that would be just, who just is be childish. Well, who you got, is that you've guy? got 41 blokes some... in a hole, you bring in the big the Diggs. Big yeah, to rescue them. All Arthur right. Diggs? All right, is here it? he is again. We've had a mountain collapse. We've had people trapped. We've got avalanches. We've got all of that. And somehow mm. the experts have all come together and... We did it. It's a miracle. Ron Howard is, oh yeah, will make a movie out of it, like yeah. the thirteen, um, the the, di- the uh, Thai boys in oh, the yeah, in the, the Thai thing. cave. It'd be Things cool like to get some dicks up, yeah. Listen, take it seriously, <laughs> or we won't want to they talk all about things. No, we well, the thing fun. is, well, I want they're you to alive. play it as it comes because okay. here's the audio. Forty-one of them are going. They're trying to decide who's going to go out oh. first, and there was a terrible kerfuffle. Now you just told me to be serious. How do you know that's not live from the tunnel? You they all survived. Well, they all survived. That's the important. That's thing. what I said. Is that going to go? <laughs> Triple M breakfast. We should all be very proud because we've done it again, Queensland. Number one in Australia. Mm-hmm. Number oh, one. Give us another one. Give me another one. No, no, more and aggressive. Here you go. Great Number one. Queensland is number one in Australia. Most dangerous state for posties. The most number of dog attacks this year. 321.
Rohan. Yeah. Got you, New South Wales. We beat them by 50. They only had 306 dog attacks in New South Wales. Give me one more. Give me one more clean standard. Yeah. Listen to this. I'll get serious for a second. New data from Australia Post shows dog attacks on postal workers are on the rise. More than 50 incidents each week. An average of 7.5 dog-related incidents per day. Oh, my Lord. Bang. They're just chewing on the poor posties and they're saying, be aware, keep your dog secured because there's so many this time of year, more than ever before, parcels being delivered to people's houses and they showed... Because they've got now got cameras, the posties. Yeah. They showed them bloke getting his calf chewed off, his oh Achilles, and other bloke. He's, well, he's their representative. Dog owner's not being responsible. It might, might, might be uh, time in jail, but attacks on legs, arms, torsos, heads, necks. There's nowhere on the body where the dogs are not attacking our members. All right. And you know what this means? Because you, have you ever seen those dog bark collars where it gives them a little bit of a... Is that? Yeah. Yep. That's if they bark. They've got yeah. those invisible uh, fence line fence ones too. Yeah, 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 yeah. That you can do. We've, I've seen them. Yeah. But we've got so to do something, mate. Well, it's time. And we've, we're equipped technologically yeah, we are, to right. help the poor posties. Taser, taser, taser. No, more than that. Sorry. So there's, there's some ugly dog attacks. You heard that one. It's attacking. Taser, taser, taser. Get to the ground. Yeah, Are you suggesting right. that our posties carry Have taser? Have a taser. Exactly. Oh. Well, what's, tell me what's wrong with that. Well, the dog started it. Taser, taser, taser. Just defending himself. I just want to deliver my H&M packages in peace. <laughs> How about getting tasered around origin time? Ready? Taser, taser, taser. <laughs> Taze one out of here. You just said Queenslander yeah. to taser attack. <laughs> hey, 8.40 this morning, 3000 bucks worth of kit in a wheelbarrow. You want it? Be here on Triple M. Any dogs listening, leave the postie alone. Taser, taser, taser. And the Energex workers. <laughs> yes, oh, and, them, and the meter reader. Yeah. Triple M. But the little Northside gang, get them. Mato, Mago and Dan on Triple M. I mean, once upon a time, it was just emails that you had to keep across, you know, when that became a new thing and it was like, oh, you check your emails every day and it was like generally work emails. Uh, And then there was all the shops that you go to and visit and then you get all of their emails and now it's uh, all of the school emails. I'm flat out keeping across all of the emails that are coming via my inbox every day. hundreds of them. And personal emails. And you've got two. That's exactly right. And then they cross over sometimes because you're like, oh, did I give witchery my work email? Email or my personal email. Witchery. Does school have my work email or my personal email? Oh, it's too much. Have you much. given Witchery mine? Because I get emails from them too and I've never been to them. <laughs> Maybe Kath's given it to them oh, so she gets two emails. lots of yes, discounts. Yeah. Remember Greg Kath at Hotmail.com. Because, you know, whenever you go to a new website, they say, oh, hey, we'll give you 10% off your first purchase and to your email. And if uh, you've got two, you use both and then you get 10% oh, twice. But then they've got you twice. But then and they've got you twice and they send you two lots of emails. Oh, no. Well, it's not even just that anymore. It's now. You've got all of these social media platforms have messages attach them and so people can contact you not only via calling you or texting you or emailing you they can message you on messenger they can message you on instagram they message you on facebook they message you on twitter snapchat like there's so many things to be across and then not only that individually then you've got all the group chats i've got the girl group chats i've got the guy group chats i've got work group chats i've got sport is this whatsapp ones this guy summed it up perfectly whatsapp groups for kids sport just too many messages. This mum in a soccer group, she writes, car broke down in an Uber, should still make it on time. It's unnecessary. We don't need to know how you're getting there. And I couldn't help myself. So I just wrote, having a shit. 
It's taking ages. Should still make it on time. Yeah. Problem is you can't leave the group because then it says Chris left the group. <laughs> Poo is still going just on. unnecessary. Oh, so and so left his water bottle. We're heading back to pick it up. No, just come Who back cares? and pick it up. Who cares? If I ends, don't want to know. <laughs> if your message ends with "should still make it on time," don't send, send the message. message. Unless, we don't care yeah, about what happens yeah. in the interim. Unless you're running late or you're not coming or your kid is sick. I mean, even I still don't care. Like, just no. text the coach. Just text the individual that needs to know that your child is not going to be there. There's so many of them. And I am a bit of a culprit for this because I'm I'm a bit of a real sender and I've got a few different groups that I, I smash them out across. Like, Dan, we've got to work group chat on on Instagram and I send a lot of my real memes um, to that. And then I've got a girlfriend's one that I send stuff to. But there's just so many unnecessary groups. Mato's added me to a Nunda Village social group or something recently. That is not true. (laughs) Somehow you've you've put me on a group I've never heard. Steve Bradbury's in it. What are you doing, (laughs) No, what have you done? (laughs) Triple M Breakfast. A group of teenagers are lucky to be alive after a close call with a fallen tree while celebrating schoolies on Gari. The girls were exploring the island in a car when a branch pierced their windscreen and headrest, narrowly missing a passenger. This look wicked. I saw the photo of this. See the size of the, the brow? So was there someone sitting in that yep. passenger seat in the front? And she dodged And it. she what went to the did, side like that? Did it go through? It went through the headrest yeah. too, didn't it? Through and then into the she rear be, passenger she seat. Should Look, we're looking for an opening batsman to partner Dave Warner. If she can dodge things that quickly, she should be open at the other end. It looks like something out of a horror movie set. Through the windscreen and then through the headrest, this super sharp line. There was a girl actually sitting in the passenger seat. Um, she she saw it and dodged it. They were so lucky not to get not to get injured. So, so lucky. Let's open up the phones. One triple three five three. I'll take live animals here. I'd prefer live animals if someone's had a horse go over the top. Kangaroo. You've had a little drive with a roo through the windscreen. Mm, so I went through the windscreen. We're sitting in the front seat. Was Everyone, it really? Yeah, me and my mate. This is out. This is on the way to Darwin, actually. And me and my mate both bailed out the side and just oh. let it sort itself out because it started scratching. It oh, started, at you. Yeah, because yeah. it didn't know what happened. It's, oh. about, it's bounced along. Next thing you know, it's in the front of a ute. I've got a little rock off the back of a truck in front of me. Does that count? Did it come through, though? No. You can say that. I won't take that on the phone. Stop. Go straight to who's that? Is that Carrie? Khan in Slack's Creek. Khan, what do you got? Khan, yeah, I'm here, mate. Yeah, yeah well, mate. Do we what talk? happened? Did something come through My your windscreen? Was meant to get picked up from work, and he had to go in and do a poo. Right, mm. so he got um, he missed his his lift, and the fellow who took him to work uh, ended up driving to work, and a cow he ran into a cow, and the cow was sitting it's like a stop it. Well, it came over the came over the rhubarb over the bonnet into the windscreen. Yeah, you know, it, it went up. Can we get back to the poo bit? He he what your brother wasn't in the car in the end. He he waiting for a lift. Yeah. And he, his mate said, if you're not out on the road, yeah. I'm, I'm driving past. So <laughs> my brother had to run in and do a poo, so yeah, he, he, he just drove it. up. He wasn't there to get picked up. So the poo drive. saved him from getting crushed by a cow. Yep. Oh what a story. Lord. Car complete right off, I assume, once a cow's gone through it. Yeah, mate. Yeah, no, it will. Yeah, it totally crossed the whole. Yeah, the whole. Did um, the cow, cow still alive? No, nah, mate. It was dead. Oh, Jesus. Did, so, what do you do? Do you own that cow and just 
go home with the tow truck and just what, say, just put it in the freezer. Can you drop that at the wreckers uh, and the, the cow mum's place? <laughs> Let's keep it going. Daryl in Deception Bay. You know what we're talking. Breaking through your screen. Yeah, mate. Good morning. Yeah, yeah what happened? Morning. Yeah, mate. I was um, oh, 25 what, years ago. I was driving along Mount Capella Bay Road between the Gateway and Capella Bay. Yeah. And I was in a spot where there was but heaps of bushes either side. Yeah. And all of a sudden I saw this um, kookaburra coming straight towards me. And I thought it was going to hit the windscreen. I just braced for it. Yeah. It didn't hit the windscreen, but it flew through me driver's side window oh. and started flapping around next to me in the passenger side. And all I could do was grab it by the end of the wing and fling it back out. Oh, Jesus. Get the shit out of me. <laughs> Daryl, so it was like a dive bomber just targeted you and smashed no. through your window. Yeah, betcha, mate. Wow. The window the window was open or closed? Yeah, it was, no, it was open. Yeah, it just oh, flew on in. My side, just and it in. flew in straight between me and the windscreen. Jeez, and it was flapping around because the driver's side was closed. Well, miscalculation so of flight plan. by the end of the wing and flinging out. So <laughs> maybe it had enough flying. Maybe yeah. he just wanted to take a rest and he thought you looked all right, yeah. Daryl. Uh, did it yeah, well, in, impact was, your driving well, at all? No, no. no. But he... Um, Loosen up my bowels a bit, but. Oh, really? (laughs) All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, Are you still still there, Daryl? Daryl? Yeah, mate. Try to relax your anus. Let it go. (laughs) Triple M breakfast. I want to talk about the uh, Brisbane Lions women's. Actually, I want to talk about AFLW in in total. That's two days in a row. Is there nothing happening in men's sport that you've wanted to talk women's sport? Oh, well, I know. Well, cricket, but even the cricketers in India have given up. We're yeah. in the grand final. 1.30pm on Sunday. I think Fox Footy and KO are showing it. The, the Blinds girls are into the grand final. How good. Significant. Now, what I want to talk about is about four weeks ago, they awarded, I think three weeks ago, uh, they awarded the Melbourne Football Club, the Demons, the best club, okay? Oh. And did you, I don't know if like I spoke to you at the time. best club? Yeah. You combine the men's with the results with the women's results. And they said, ah, oh, Melbourne's the best team. I'm very sorry. They got a million dollars for that. Melbourne Football Club got a million dollars. Do you know if you win the NRL, like um, Penrith, they got 400000 okay? Yep. AFL says there's a million dollars to the best club, okay, combining men's and women's. But it's at the end of the regular season. As we sit here now, we came second. Yes. You're right, in the men's. Yes. At, at worst, we come second in the women's. We are the best club. In the AFL competition. So, what are they basing Melbourne getting it off? On the on, at the end home of the regular away. round, home, home and away, away at the end of season. home and away, oh. they just pipped us, and they went, "Oh, here's the million. And since then, their men came what fifth or sixth, went bang bang, lost both games in the finals, and their women went bang bang, lost both games in the finals. Gonski, they're not the best team. They went early, no, and the women's games in their little algorithm they run are worth mm. double because they play less games. So the oh. girls went better than the Lions girls. So right. hence, so, it's ridiculous right. they don't include the that finals. Money was going Going to the club, to the players, so the girls and the guys have missed out on all this bonus prize money. Geez, I like to confuse things the AFL. That's as, almost as confusing yeah. as trade week it's into draft low. week. Oh, my yeah, Lord. I know. It's, it's a very confusing much. game. But you know what this shows? I'm sitting here in late November talking about women's uh, football for the first time in my life. You know who's got it wrong again? NRLW. Oh. Oh. You know how they, they're they trying to run their season because all the focus is on AFLW at the moment because there's not much else on. Yeah. So everyone's going, oh, look at that girl. She can play. I'm even starting to watch a little bit. NRL try to NRLW bury their game 
in amongst all the men's. They should start their season at after the grand final. And their season always starts in and around the end of the NRL season, when which it's getting is like exciting. finals time, which is exciting right. time, right? Remember their origin, and they're going to play three origins next year. Next year. Burying yeah. it beneath the men's game. They should be highlighting because people are, people are watching now. People are keen to watch, but where did they put the origin? The night before the men's origin. Oh, yeah. night after, night before, whatever it was. Before, the Tuesday night, it? yeah. They're hiding it. Yeah. All right, that's still all I wanted to talk about. Yeah, no, um, I, it, But... It, would the NRL compete oh. after the NRL season if that's when the AFLW season is on? Like, if out of the AFLW it and the NRLW, who's watching more? All right. What would I watch? I'd watch NRLW. Yeah. If, if I had the choice, if you gave me AFLW and NRLW, same as NRL and AFL. And I'd in watch, Victoria, they'd watch the AFLW. They'd watch the AFLW. Like the men's game. It might be just why they're trying to build the game, get more teams, get more talent, no, get more stupid, coverage, stupid. Right, more I'm just sponsorship. You, no, no, no. No, the, I think it's a great the idea, example Marto. is set there. Yeah. Stop burying the women's game beneath the men's game or you won't go any further. Yep. The NRL need to look at themselves. Mm. They, they need to move that game. And also their math isn't as good. The AFL have got the math skills to do that calculation. The NRL need to take a look at their math with Kevy Walters as well. We're round five into 25. So, you know, we're, we're a quarter of the way. You know, if you look at a look at a cake, we've got a quarter of the cake. There's still three quarters of the cake to eat. That's so, just a cheap. That's a cheap low blow there. They got to sort it out, mate. <laughs> I mean, I thought you were going to bring up the fact that they don't know English very well either. But Desi has it with LGBT. They don't understand. He gets his letters and his numbers mixed up. Palm Beach, Corumban High has a lot to answer for. People turning out into the NRL. Marsden. Triple M breakfast is emptying Santa's sack. All over Brisbane. Oh my God! Santa here? Guess the Christmas movie and win a sack load. Boom! Just kick Santa in the testicles. It is full to the brim. It Bursting. is just overflowing oh, everywhere. All over wh- the floor here a- in the studio, Mark. So I'll mop it up. It's okay. There's a wheelbarrow in poor old Santa's sack. There's a 10 person tent. tent. I don't know if there are men in it. There's Golf a, Central. There's a Wahoo hammock. Oh. It's a ham from Super Butcher. Jameis, you're going to kick off the movie guessing game. Am I saying your name correctly? It's written as Jameis. Yep, that's right. It's as like in, Jameis. Rhymes with. Rhymes with. Trying to relax your anus. Jameis. Trying to relax your Jameis. Is that right? Yep, that's it. How do you spell it? Is it J A Y M I S? Like literally Seamus and Jaden? No, not J E A. Yeah. Oh, cut out. Amazing. Okay, so what's going to happen here Let's is get back we to are going to read you our clues, Jameis. Well, you'll get one. You'll get singular clue. Have a guess at the film. If you don't get it, we'll move on to Brett. Brett gets another clue. If he doesn't get it, we move on to Jackie. New clue. Hit, num- hit number one, Jameis. This Christmas movie was released in 2003. Oh, vague. Yeah, it's hard. 20 years ago. Any idea, Jameis? Reindeer game. No, no, not Reindeer Games. Good guess, What's though. What's that movie like? Is it a lights movie? No, it, no, Reindeer Games. No, Reindeer Games is Ben Affleck. That's got guns hit, and stuff. Hit number two. Yeah, oh, people dying at yeah. Christmas. Brett in Eaton's Hill. Hello. Hello. Robert De Niro, Jack Nicholson and Bill Murray were all considered for the role of Santa for this movie. But they didn't do it. But they didn't get it. Okay. Oh, that's so well. That's a bad Santa, maybe. Oh my Holy God! Holy yes, Two clues in. Oh, How did 
Did you know that, Brett? Brett in Eaton's Hill. Oh, that was a fair guess. That was a wonderful guess. It features a child getting bullied by teenage skateboarders for believing in Santa. A sequel was released, oh. but it was a flop at the box office. I've never seen this movie. Santa is best described as a drunken, chain-smoking, dirty-minded, incontinent and foul-mouthed Santa. Marto, it sounds this... a bit like me. Yeah. <laughs> there is no greater movie that has your name written all over it, Marto. And Margot, oh. Corey as well. It is... Brett. So inappropriate, hilarious. Marto also could have been considered for the role of what? Santa, but Billy Bob Thornton was the lead character. Is that Angelina Jolie's old squeeze? Yeah, the, right, the skinny one with the tattoos and mm. the smoking. If you haven't seen it, go and see it. And Brett, oh, come Brett. on in and pick yourself up a wheelbarrow worth Woo-hoo. about 3000 bucks worth of kid in it, mate. Nice. I need a tent. I mean, I'm disappointed oh. we didn't get to the last clue. It what? rhymes with sad banter. <laughs> Is that what the clue Sad was? Bento. I think you would have got it by then. Brett, what do you need to take? Oh, oh. oh no, oh, too late. Sorry. Go on. See ya. Sorry. Bye, no, Brett. Sorry. It's Marto and Margo and Dan on Triple M. Triple M Breakfast with Marto, Margo and Dan. Amelia, our wonderful newsreader, has just used the term hump day. We that. don't do the oh, hump day. Oh, it's your day. favourite day of the week. We don't do that around here. <laughs> All right, yeah. Amelia, we'll be seeing you in our office after. If we had an office, we'd see you. <laughs> we'll see you at the kitchen as yeah. usual and yeah. we'll talk about your the renovation. Cafe. No more hump yeah. That Marto's still doing. No. Nah. Weren't you just doing a carport or something yeah, initially? Yeah, a piece of corner. Now you're renovating do. a whole new house. Anyway. That's all right. Um, Happy okay, update. let's not, let's not talk hump day. Let's talk cost of living because that's all oh, yeah. we've been hearing uh, lately. Cost of living. Cost of living. Cost of living. Cosy prices. Lives. Yeah, cosy lives. Yeah, not even uh, not even just interest I'm rates. Kill not even just <laughs> rental increases. Not yeah. just petrol prices going through the roof. Electricity, power. You know you've been hit hard oh. when one of Australia's iconic. Uh, Things brands. What would you say? Brands. Yeah. Thank you, Dan. Uh, iconic brands has been hit hard. Vegemite. The cost of Vegemite has gone up, ladies and gentlemen. I wouldn't even know how much Vegemite costs. Well, Sorry have to be a guess. out of touch. Have a, have a guess how much what a jar size? of Vegemite. Because we got a jar that size. There's a, a jar, jar there in the hamper, and it needs to be in the hamper because it's so expensive now. You can't buy it for less than ten dollars. A jar of Vegemite is now ten dollars. Three hundred and seventy grams. All right. That one, yeah, is ten dollars. Well, something like that. It doesn't specify which uh, which size. Hold but on, it says you here, brought this up, and you don't know what size jar you're talking it about. Says uh, Australia's most beloved snack is now on sale for the low price of nine dollars forty. Margot's gone full shock, shock. She just oh, wants to be outraged. Five hundred sixty gram jar. What's how, that one? How much? There's five sixty. This is three seventy. So yeah, so double that. Double that. The big one. Ten one bucks. Oh, right, eh? Mm. That lasts a fair while. It does. That lasts yeah. a long time. <laughs> Marcos. Are you now she, backing away from your... She wants to be outraged. She's gone full Alan Jones. Well, Let her I be was, outraged. Gonna, this is outrageous. I was going to say, I wouldn't know how much a, co- a jar of veggie might cost because I just use whoever's is in the fridge that I can find of a morning. Correct. But you're the mother of the house. Here Surely in the office. Bo- oh, here. Yeah. <laughs> here in the office. Don't you just use other people at works jars of Vegemite that they've paid $10 for? Margo, you want to see someone get outraged? Do you know what that is? Bloody cosmetics. He lives. I don't know what that is. Cos, no, what's well, an explanation? I was going to. He make pointed that at me show. before and said, "I'm going to kill someone." When I said, "Cosy," it's the Macquarie Dictionary word of the year. Cos he lives. Cos he what lives. does it mean? Cost of living. Oh. And it's, it's what the kids are saying. Oh, oh is that the lives. urban dictionary? Yeah, we have a no, on toast. The Macquarie. Oh, Macquarie's picked it up. I'm going to come and kick Shame you in the nuts. Shame on them. If you ever say Cos he lives, I'm kicking you in the. So balls. hump day and Cos he lives. Macquarie <laughs> should be ashamed of themselves. And Vegemite should be ashamed of themselves. And you should be because you don't know the price of Vegemite. It's triple. We all should be ashamed. Shame to myself. Go Nutella.